Hey, it's AJ Hicks. I play Edwin on Cobra Kai, and you're listening to Cobra Kai Companion. Hey, Hawk and Dimitri, man, that's Yasmin and Moon's bitches. Welcome back to another episode of Cobra Kai Companion, and I am Peter. And you guys, it's been a long time coming. We finally yes. got AJ Hicks up uh, on, on the podcast here. How you doing, AJ? I'm doing good, Peter. How about you, man? I'm doing good. You play Edwin. You're one of the OG Cobras, second generation. I, I, I don't know the uh, the new cast. How about that? Uh, because we have the OG OGs, and then you guys, mm-hmm. you've been there since season one. Um, you know, I'm sure you got a lot of stories. We'll kind of go through the seasons and, and just talk about like some of the, the, the bigger scenes. You know, I'm not going to be like, oh, you were in this one scene, you know, no, nothing like that. But there's one thing I've been meaning or not meaning, but been wanting to hear your thoughts on for, for at least a couple of years now. OK, there, there was a day you, you remember this, too. There, <laughs> there, there was a day you posted something and I said, AJ, I'm going to need a video review. Of the, the Popeye's uh, spicy chicken sandwiches. <laughs> yeah. Listen. What, what, I, what do you remember about that day? Um, That day was magical, man. That sandwich was the bomb. And you know it. You know it. Because we talked about it. And I was like, Peter, this sandwich is the bomb. He was like, just do a review on it. So I was like, all right. So I remember I literally, when I opened the wrapper, like, I knew it was going to be good. Because just looking at the flakes on the chicken, I was like, all right, this is going to be, this is going to be top notch. And then the bite. And I just, I purposely took a slow bite because I wanted to taste everything. And I did. It was good. It, it was really yeah. good. I, like, I, I remember uh, the, the first couple of words. You're like, oh my God. <laughs> yeah. I had to take a second. I was like, oh my God. Yeah. This is really good. And I just had a, like a smile. I was like cheesing. I was cheesing. Yeah. But, Man. Uh, it was the good. hype was real, right? The hype was real. Man. It, it, was, it was pretty real. It was pretty real. Doesn't that seem like so long ago now? Like with the, the the whole debate, like the spicy chickens and, and all that. Oh yeah, it, it's it's been a while. It's crazy when I look back because that was before COVID. And everything. you're probably right. You're probably yeah, right. So. I mean, pro- probably even before Netflix. True. Or maybe like they just announced it. Maybe that we got picked up for Netflix. I feel like it was around that time. Oh, I mean, it, it was like a year and a half, right? So mm. you're probably right. Yeah. Um, well, you know, uh, I, I think for those that aren't like on social media, like uh, on Instagram, Twitter and stuff like that. Well, I, I, are you even on Twitter? I feel like if you are, you're not very active, right? I'm, I I have a Twitter account, but I'm not very active. Nah. Right. It's probably so, Instagram for me. Yeah. I, you know, I, I've noticed that with the, the younger folks, even like Sholo, you know, who has one. And uh, yeah, he's, he's not too active on, on Twitter either. But um, for those that like don't have Instagram or not on Facebook, because you're also in, in the Facebook group, uh, they may not know that you are also uh, a talented singer and dancer. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. 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 It was, uh, I mean, where, where, uh, when did that start and how did that start? If you know, I'm, I'm sure somebody told you if it was like uh, when you were really young. 
Yeah. So as far as like how it all began, I started singing around, I would say maybe two, three years old. Um, Disney's The Little Mermaid, which is crazy how it's, you know, the remake is coming out. Like that was my favorite Disney movie. And um, I would always sing Part of Your World. Like every time I would watch the tapes, I would just sing that song. And um, one day my grandma happened to be overhearing me sing. And when my parents came home from work, she pulled them to the side. She was like, have you ever heard AJ sing? Like, have you heard him sing before? You need to like put him in lessons. And I think he's got something. So they called me out of the room and I sang the song for them. And everybody was like, whoa, you know, which, you know, and I'm just grateful that my family is so supportive. My father is a musician. He played the French horn. He also sang. My mom is a dancer. My grandpa, he had his own band. He played piano, sung as well. So music was already in the house. You know, music and dance was already always around me. So it was kind of me just joining the group, you know? So like my family's been so supportive. Right. You, you were next in line. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, and you got siblings that I've seen do videos with you too. Yes. Uh, I have my younger brother, Anthony, then my younger sister, Amber Marie, and then my baby brother, Anson. And they're all like into the entertainment industry too. And at first I was a little nervous because since they grew up watching me around it, I just wanted to make sure like it, they were doing it because they wanted to do it, you know, not like just because you're used to it, you know, but they, every time I asked them, they're like, this is what I want to do. Like I have a passion for it too. And it's just been so inviting being able to like teach them things that I know, you know, give them a little, um, a little heads up of how to navigate through the industry so young. So like, it's just been great. And it's been more of a bonding experience for the four of us. I love it. Yeah. That's, that's amazing. You know, um, I think family is really important and I, I just, uh, I, it's a joy to see you do that like with your siblings because, um, you know, I, I'm the oldest of, well, my dad, uh, on my dad's side, um, uh, I have a brother and, and two uh, half sisters and then I'm, on my mom's, I, I have a half sister as well. I, and most of us, we kind of live like in different States and stuff like that. So um, mm -hmm. I, I wish we were all kind of together a, a little bit more. But it's always nice to see like a family still do things with each other, you know. So, right. Uh, but but sh shout out to all the A's. Yeah, I, I picked up on that oh, there. Oh yeah, oh yeah. And then I also have three older siblings too. Oh. I have, um, yeah, it's Adam, Alan, <laughs> Ariel. So we're all A's. There's seven of us. We're all A's. So yeah. Ariel is clearly named after the mermaid. Yeah, she is. Yes, yeah. she is. Um, shout out to the Little Mermaid though, like that. That was one one of my favorites growing up, and um, I have two uh, younger ones, um, two under the age of four. My so my daughter's three and a half, and my son's almost two. And every night after uh, bath time, I always put on a a Disney um, video playlist on on YouTube, and mm -hmm. it always starts with part of your world. Wow. So so we watch that video, um, that clip almost every single night. And then, and then from that, it goes into like circle of life, you know, and, ah. and then let it go. And so, you know, with the YouTube algorithm, we have very specific songs that they love just watching. Like, I, I'm always like, man, how come just a girl isn't on this, you know, but, but it's, it's part of that playlist. But again, it, it, it I guess it always cycles the one that you maybe listen to all the way through, but it right. always starts off with part of your world. So yeah, we, we listen to that almost every night. 
Yeah, that song. So I, yeah, that song just does something for me. And I can't wait to see the the new live action that's coming out. I know Hallie's going to be amazing. So it's great. But yeah, that song has definitely been one of the staples as far as like what got me into music and also just being in church as well. Um, but definitely those two things. Yeah. Now, what about dancing? You you mentioned your mom uh, is a dancer. Um, what was there like a uh like a certain music that she'd always play or somebody played that, that just kind of got you moving. Okay. So here's the thing with my family, we we're we're the party. We're the party of the family. Like life, we're, life we're of the party going parties growing up. Like there was always a reason to be dancing. And even if there wasn't a party, we would just put music on in the house and everybody would start dancing. So like, I'm always like dance battling and, um, just different artists like Usher, Omarion, Lloyd, Michael Jackson. Like I would always watch their videos. I would over and over just repeating, mimicking their movements. And so like my idea was, you know, I'm gonna learn all this cause I love it. And then when we have a party and everybody comes I'm gonna show off these dance moves and everything. And so, you know, like just my family's weird, uh, very lively and together. So like the dancing part, just click on a song. It doesn't take much. Right. Yeah, there's I I don't know what it is, but um, for the longest time, I didn't realize that I was like a fan of a lot of uh, Atlanteans, you know, uh, or well, what did Outcast call them? Atelians or. Yeah, Atelians. Yeah. 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 So um, I, I listened to a lot of Outcast back in middle school. Um, I was always a fan of Monica. Uh, you've mentioned oh. Usher. Usher. Um, I started listening to. I feel middle school as well. Like the very first song I heard of Usher's was uh, the So Many Ways, uh, which I still feel is like, you know, it's not a bop because it's not upbeat, but it's a, it's a slow jam. But um, big fan of Usher. Uh, uh, is Jagged Edge from Atlanta? No. I'm not sure. But, okay. you know, Peter, I'm originally from Miami. Is that right? Yeah, I'm originally from I Miami. I, I never mentioned that. Yeah, I'm, I'm originally from Miami and then I moved to um, Georgia around 2016, I believe. 2016, 2017, 2016. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah, okay. Yeah, so I'm from Dade County. We call it the 305, you know? So, yeah, yeah, got it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. 305. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, let's see here. Miami, uh, we got Rick Ross. Um, right. We got Pretty Ricky, 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 right? Yes. The, DJ uh, Khaled. Yeah, DJ Khaled. Yeah, I, I love Pretty Ricky. Um, Oh gosh, if, I'm trying to think. Um, Flow Rider, Flow Rider, a uh, Trick Daddy, right? Trick Daddy. I, I used to listen to Trick Daddy in high school. Um, also, uh, is oh you you said Trina, right? Yeah, yeah. They they all run together too. So yeah, see, like for those that don't know, I, I was born in in, uh, in Texas, like Corpus Christi, Texas. It, it doesn't get any southerner southerner than that more south than that but yeah i i always had like a little a little something for like the the the, the dirty south in terms of the music it was just um hey. yeah I, I don't i don't know what it is but uh growing up in in portland oregon we always got music a little bit slower you know like i was always in tune with like the uh, the bay area and their music as well i got family down there and you know, when I go visit, you know, and their music is always up to date, but there was always something like uh, a lot of, I mean, I know you, you mentioned Florida, but like T.I., uh, Louisiana, I was a huge uh, uh, No Limit fan. Right. Um, 
trying to think of some of the other people I just uh, kind of grew up listening, but a lot of them came from the South, you know, right. like, yeah. So it's like, in, in when I was in the army, right. Cause people often say like, Oh, you know, you're from Texas. I don't, I don't hear an accent. I was like, well, you know, I, I was born in Texas, but I grew up in Portland, Oregon, but you, you throw me in the army. And when I'm around other people with an accent, like the twang comes out, like, you know, there's, there's something about <laughs> you don't even know when it comes out. <laughs> like, yeah. It's just when you're around the right people, like it, it does just, it, it comes out, but love the Dirty South music, Bone Crusher. Um, yeah, I can, I can talk about Dirty South music. Uh, Luda, big fan oh, of Luda. Oh yeah, Luda. Mm -hmm. oh, yeah, Fat Rabbit is underrated. That's one of his early songs too. Uh, I, I mean, it's not Dirty South, but like Tim Timbaland um, worked a lot with Ludacris and Timbaland is right. like one of my favorite all-time producers. So yeah. Timbaland, yeah, I... I I pray like, and I just pray I get to work with him one day. Like, oh my gosh, his beats are sick. His like, always. like I, I kid you not. He like if um if I had a soundtrack to my life, it would be produced by Tim Allen. You know, because <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm kidding. I agree with you. Yeah, Missy is my favorite artist. Oh, uh, my, fa my oh. Fa favorite female artist. Okay. Yeah, I can't yeah. like her. Her tracks, you know, are always fire. Her bars. Um, it, it, now that you said Missy, my favorite song, one of my favorite songs is Lose Control. Yes. Yelly Fat Man Scoop featuring Sierra. Oh my yeah. gosh. That's, That's like, if you want me to dance, if you want me to get up and dance, put that song on. You can ask yeah. anybody in my family, just put that song on. And I'm literally, I could just, I could, I could be full. I could have had three plates of food. It, that song comes on. I'm like, why would you guys do that? And I'm already getting up. <laughs> Like that's yeah. one of my songs, trigger songs. Just yeah, love it. Yep, I, I love Sierra too. Like, the, see, that's that's the thing. Like, like my um, I think my first love was always music. You know, my my parents talked about like when I was like two or three, um, they they played or some like Thriller was on or something, and I would just get up and dance. So like MJ was you know one of my um like early favorite artists. Uh, yeah, you know like um, Gun to Your Head. What's your favorite MJ song? Ugh, what a question um i would have to say smooth criminal okay smooth criminal but i love remember the time thriller bad um smile but um yeah i would have to say smooth criminal and um you know i love the jackson five as well but you know as far as like michael by himself yeah smooth criminal now this this one um I kind of discovered a little bit later in my life and uh it, it became like I I think it's just like the way he sings it you know he already has a great voice but uh give in to me and um uh, the version I heard was like a remix with young blood and um it's like it's really really good and then the, the original is good too so if you're not familiar with it I'll, I'll link it to you uh, yeah, you know afterwards yeah and when like when I tell people that they're like well they didn't expect that and I go well you know like I, I, I don't want to pick something that, that like a lot of people know, you know, and there's just right. something about like the obscure ones, the underrated songs. There's just right. something about those, you know, because uh, it, like it's personal to me, you know, so. But uh, yeah, I just uh, I, I grew up just loving like slow jams. Um, that, that's why I, I mentioned the Jagged Edge. Uh, 112 is from Atlanta. I'm a huge fan of 112. Yeah. Drew Hill, you know, mm. so um, anyway, so yeah just uh yeah i i oh also you play you play the piano that's another thing yeah 
Yeah. When, when did you when did you learn to play that? Um. So I started really young. Uh, I believe around maybe five, six. Wow. And um, there was a time where I did stop for a bit, and then I slowly came back into it. And then, um, unfortunately, my piano teacher he passed away. So then I kind of stopped again. And then now when I back in Miami, before I moved to Georgia, I went to New World School of the Arts, an art school in Miami. And um, they were teaching us about music theory as well. So that kind of got me back into it. And now I'm really just self-training, just playing a lot by ear, by um, by what I've learned in school and everything and just putting my own things together. So that's where I'm at right now as far as like my piano. But yeah, I started young. As soon as like after I started singing, they also put me in piano lessons as well. My parents. So so basically, the moral of the story is start them young if you want them to be musically talented. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah, that's the message. Well, so at, at what point did you decide, you know, I'm going to give acting a try? Well, it's because acting, I was doing theater. I definitely was doing theater around like 2016. I had did the Lion King Jr. when I had first moved to Georgia. Um, I had I played Simba in that production. But as far as like TV film, like around 2017. Um, but I really I didn't really know about the game, the acting game that much. I'm definitely more of the singer. So um, I was doing background work. I started doing um, background work for Black Lightning, and then. Literally, maybe like three months into it, I got a I was scrolling through Facebook and then I saw a message saying, oh, new YouTube read untitled series looking for act, young actors who have dance experience or karate experience. And I was like, a karate dance show? I mean, I know how to dance. So I, I really submitted on the dance part of the dance part of that. And um that's what really got me into the acting game as far as TV film, like just starting in background work. And um, I remember there was a time where I was doing Black Lightning and Cobra, Cobra Kai at the same time, but it was getting too much. And I had to choose which show I wanted to stay on. And for some reason, something told me, like, just stick with Cobra Kai, man. Like, stick with Cobra Kai. Feel like Cobra Kai is the route for you. And everybody at Black Lightning was like, no, stay over here, stay over here. So my honestly, my decision wasn't met with much positivity. But in the end, like just just always know to go with your gut, because my gut was telling me Cobra Kai and look where I'm at now. Yeah. And and uh, you know, five seasons later, you still a Cobra Kai. <laughs> right. Yeah. Loyal was, Cobra. Uh, yeah, lo loyal for sure. You know that 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 that's uh, interesting because it would have been funny if like you were the group of guys that defected and went to like Miyagi Do in season two or something. You know, mm -hmm. like you 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 chose to stay with Cobra Kai, but they ended up going to Miyagi Do. But um, you know, like I, I'm I'm a little uh like ashamed of myself for for not knowing that you that you worked on Black Lightning. Um, did you ever cross paths with Keith Arthur Bolden, who plays? the announcer Daryl from the uh, All Valley Tournament Committee? Because he, he did some episodes too. I didn't. I didn't. Um, as far as Black Lightning goes, I only did like the first two episodes, really, because Cobra Kai literally started around that same time. And so I, that's where I had to make the decision of where. So I, I met like most of the cast, like um, the main cast, but I didn't I didn't get to meet him yet. I didn't get to meet him yet. Okay. So, By the way, uh, 
Who, who was that? Daryl. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, absolutely, yeah. I uh, I got to speak with him, um, I think, like, in 2020 during the pandemic, you know. Um, and, and he's also a professor, uh, I, I believe, too. Because he, when I interviewed him, he was just getting, well, as we were wrapping up, he, he mentioned his students were starting to pop up on Zoom or whatnot. And I kind of ended with, like, you know, what kind of um, uh, advice you would give for people that want to get into acting. And he's like, you know, this is kind of, like good timing because he had students starting to pop up and he wanted to be able to kind of give the advice to them as well. Uh, what kind of, what, what do you remember in the early stages of filming on Cobra Kai, the um, maybe not so much the auditioning process, but just kind of like the early production of it. It was pretty new to me. A lot of it was very new because I had never been like on a set like Cobra Kai before. And I was just really feeling things out. And, um, it was really cool. It was really cool, but a little nerve wracking at first because I remember my first day, the sign in area, there was like maybe 40 kids, 40 other teens my age there. And then with their parents. So like the room was like very like this. And um, I was signing in and that's where I met a couple familiar faces, Cameron, Jaden. Like we started like talking a little bit. Um, Craig, I kind of met everybody through there as time went on. And um just working my way through a set, going to wardrobe, um, changing in the same clothes, even though I wore it yesterday. I'm like, wait, we're wearing the same clothes again? It's like, yeah, continuity. So like I was just learning a lot of things. So it was definitely a learning experience. Those first, that first season as a whole, just like just more of watching and listening. You know? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Observing and kind of just kind of learning the ropes. Um, before I forget, you you mentioned Craig. Um uh, there's something that you don't have that he has from a rap party. Isn't that correct? Yes. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> he has the season three headband. <laughs> he has a season three headband. Yeah. And from I Philly. Man, I was like, because Johnny always gives them out. I mean, William, he always gives them out. And I don't know that one day he was giving them out. I wasn't around. And so that's what he'll always, Craig always like, I got this. I'm like, yeah, you got it, Craig. You got it, Craig. You better hold on to it tightly, Craig. You don't want to lose it. <laughs> but yeah, but yeah. Mm-hmm. He, he likes to rub that in my face a lot. He likes to yes. rub that. I, I, I do know that. Uh, he, he's brought that up to me before. I, I, I told him, um, you know, there's definitely a, a few guys that I've, you know, I've, I've been wanting to talk to for a while and you guys all have your reasons that you, you kind of wanted to wait. So um, after season five, I, I think this is definitely a perfect time. You know, um, there's something I do remember seeing a behind the scenes uh, footage of uh, from from um, season one. I believe I, f- I feel like see, it's, been, it's been so long. So so many people have uh, kind of come and gone. I right. feel in season one, there's footage of you with like earbuds in and you're like dancing. And I feel like it's on the um, the, the beach scene, you know, where um, kind of like the the other students are crashing in on like the Cobra's uh, party or like who, whoever got to the beach first kind of thing. Do right. you kind of re- remember something like that? I remember like I remember bits and pieces. What I do remember is how cold that night was. Oh, my gosh. Oh, that night was cold. Um yeah, there was they're like playing music and I kind of was just, you know, feeling the song and I was dancing to it. I don't remember specifically if I had headphones in, 
But um, I remember they were playing music and then, oh, funny story. They were during the rehearsal, they were playing the song. And then when we were filming, there was no music. So like in the first take, like I'm getting ready to dance. And then when they say action, the music shuts off. And I'm like, where's the music? And then that's when Craig was like, dude, when they're filming, they don't actually, you know, play the music sometimes. Like you just have to act like you're dancing. I'm like, you have to act like you hear something. Like what? So like, that was funny to me. That was funny. You're like, did I just go deaf? Right. I'm like, where's the song? Where's the song? So I'm glad they don't see me. They probably saw saw me in one of the edit rooms and they're like, what is he, what is AJ doing? What is he doing? But you, you know what? I, I might be mixing up two different instances. Maybe, maybe it was a tournament scene where you're in a gi with headphones on, perhaps, like kind of in between filming. That could be it. I always I, I'm always listening to music, so it could be it could be season two. Yeah. Honestly, I'm so mad that I don't remember right now. But I'm always dancing. I'm always moving around. And usually Craig catches it on camera. Like, I don't know if you saw the video from this season when I was in the lunch line dancing to um, Leave the Door Open by Silk Sonic. That was in the middle of the mm-hmm. lunch line. Oh, no, I definitely did. That. I, I love that album, uh, first off. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Bruno and The Weeknd are my top two male artists, you know, for, for the last few yeah. years. They're, they're um, dope. They're yeah. Really dope. No, uh, I actually have not been watching uh, or watching or seeing a whole lot of uh, behind the scenes stuff just because work, um, mainly work, you know, like I, I've decided at some point I really got to stay off my phone because like it's kind of showing in my performance at work, <laughs> you know, like every few, every few houses or whatnot, I'm the phone. let me see what I can find, you know, so I've been I've been trying right. to do better while, while I'm uh, working. Um but uh, what do you remember from the very first tournament scene in, in season um, season one? I have a, uh, a very rare group photo, which I believe you're also in. I'll have to double check to see if you signed it. But um, um, I have one of like, you know, Johnny and uh, a bunch of the, the Cobras. Uh, I feel Craig was in it. Uh, Owen was in it. Um, Gabe, you know, a few of those guys, you, you right. might know what I'm talking about, but yeah, there was a, like a, a class photo with like names on the bottom, a rare photo, but I, Oh yeah. I I'm in that photo. Yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. And we're like one, I think we did like this. And then one, we were like standing normal and it was like on the, on the actual tournament. Right. The mat. Yeah. On the actual tournament mat. Yeah. I know what you're talking yeah. about. Yeah. 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 So I got one of those, but what, what do you, um, some memories you remember filming the tournament scene? It was it was really fun. It was really fun because, you know, we've been hearing before the tournament that, you know, there's going to be a couple of the students that are going to join um, Sholo, Jacob and Nicole to be the whole complete Cobra Kai team. And so everybody was just like really skeptical about like the geese, like what do they look like? Is it going to be like the original? So everybody wanted to be like an official Cobra. And I was like nervous because I really wanted them to choose me. And I remember um, one day they, um, the, the big three, they lined us up and they, um, they picked a couple of us. And um, at the end of the day, they were like, you guys are going to be our Cobra Kai for the tournament and getting to wear the gi, like getting to see it and like touch it and feel it for the first time. I was like, oh, my gosh, this is legit. This is so cool. And then that's where I met Edwin because I saw the name patch and I saw Edwin and I was like, so this is my and it was like, yeah, 
Edwin. I was like, oh my gosh, this is so cool. So um, it was great getting to see the fighting, the stunts, um, the snow, because being from Florida, I didn't, I, I don't, snow was like a myth to us. So <laughs> like, <laughs> like seeing all that snow. And I mean, it was snowed in, we were snowed in Peter. It was, it got bad. Like at first it was like, oh, it's so beautiful. And then after a couple of hours, we were like, okay, is it going to stop snowing? Like I slipped multiple times and um it was just great we got to um do snowball fights in between takes sometimes um season one was fun it was definitely yeah. it was great i i remember the stories about uh it uh, snowing and i feel it might have even delayed like at least a day or two or something like that recollection yeah yeah i kind of remember people sharing those stories um in season two uh there there's a, a few sequences that come to mind uh were you part of the mall brawl? The mall brawl. No. Okay. No, I don't. I don't so, know. all right. So uh, the the other ones that come to mind is definitely the the uh, the, the the dance uh, the dance off between you and Nate. Uh, now, yeah. what I remember hearing is that you know you guys might have been having lunch one day and word got out that like oh Nate. Nate can do some moves too. And like, I, I feel like somebody was filming him. It was like, Hey, we can use this. And that's how they incorporated Nate into the dance off. So what, what do you remember about the party scene and dancing off with Nate? All right. So this was definitely one of, one of the best moments I have, you know, from season two, it was awesome. Um, it was like, I feel like it was just those waiting periods where they were like switching camera angles and all of that. And John, he comes out to us and he's like, hey, um, we're going to be doing a scene, a new scene. And uh, we wanted to know if any of you guys know how to dance. And then um, I didn't immediately speak up. But um, a lot of the Cobras, which I thank them for, they're like, AJ knows how to dance. AJ could dance. AJ could dance. So then John was like, you can dance, AJ? I was like, yeah. So then he was like, "Can I? let me see what you got. And like everybody was like watching and like he um he pulled out his phone and he pulled up a song. He was like, you know, just give me a little freestyle, you know, let me see what you have. And so I pulled out my moves. I was like, all right, this is it. Let's do this. So right by the pool, right by the pool. So I'm dancing, you know, and then after that, he was like, man, I didn't know you could dance. Yeah, um, we're going to need you to um do this dance battle with Nate. And I was like, word. He was like, yep. And so um, I went back into the house and then they had me do like the routine that I did outside. And then they fixed the space to make sure like I was safe and everything. And um, everybody was just like, oh, my God, AJ, I didn't know you could dance. I didn't know you could dance. It, it was pretty cool. And then getting to film it, like having everybody actually come in and then Jacob and Sholo and Peyton finding out I can dance and everybody just like being so like really supportive really supportive and like cheering me on like you guys can't hear it obviously but when I was filming it everybody was shouting hey behind the camera while I was doing my scenes so it was it was really cool and getting to see it play out when it actually came out I was like man this is awesome I, I feel there there was um at one point we we kind of you and I we kind of talked about it and uh because you freestyled it, what, there wasn't there like a few takes and you also have to kind of remember like the marks that you were hitting. Right. Yeah. That, that was another thing I did the freestyle. And then John was like, that was great. But um, just remember everything that you did so we can do it again. So I was like, all right, all right. I was like, 
give me, give me like a quick second. And I'm just, you know, like I close my eyes and I'm like replaying the dance in my head. I'm like, okay, I got it. I got it. I got it. So like I did it. I would say I probably did the dance maybe like five times, five times. Um, and it was, it was really the song of let's get it started. Let's get. So that was the song. So that threw me off when the, when the show came out and it wasn't the song. I was like, ah, that's what, it, that wasn't what I danced to, but it still works. Still looks good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it probably came down to like white and, and whatnot. Right. Yeah, yeah. So that's interesting. What, what, was that also the, the song that uh, John pulled out when he first asked you to show him some moves? Or do you remember? Um, I think so. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that, that's, that's a good song to dance to. So right. um, let's see here. And okay, so in season two, we also got the, the school fight. Now, I remember you for sure in that one. I, I remember yes. the Tori and and um, uh, is Sam kind of uh, standing? The, yeah, yeah, yeah. The do. yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So um, talk talk about that. What, what you kind of remember from filming that scene? That was freaking amazing. That 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 season two fight was awesome. Um, just being around so many fights at one time and like the camera angles and like we all were like working together like I would move to the left let a camera guy go through and then a fight would come over here they would come down the hallway here like it was all one take you know so like just being a part of that and then being able to do my squabble with Jaden if you look like right after um Mitch begin their fight if you look you can see um Jaden and I pushing each other in the corner. And then that was the day that John had told us that we're like rivals. Like that's my pairing, my rival. So like, that was a big day for me and Jaden. We were like, ah, so we hate each other now. I'm not feeling you, Jaden. I'm not really feeling you, but um, it was, I think it took like a week or maybe two weeks to shoot that whole fight scene. And um, it was great seeing the stunt doubles, the actual cast do it. Like I was still learning a lot. It was still, I was still in that learning phase of being comfortable on a film set and everything. So I was still just being very observant, listening and just learning as much as I can. Cause I was like, when my moment does come, you know, crossing my fingers, praying that when it does come, I'll be prepared, you know, cause you don't want your moment to come and then you're not ready, you know, cause you never know when you might get it again. So it was just me just being on my P's and Q's, you know, but right. great experience. Yeah, the uh, that's interesting that, yeah, you mentioned that you and uh, uh, Jaden, now for context, uh, I know not a lot of people know like the background names because there's so many characters, but Jaden plays uh, Abraham or, or AKA Abe. Uh, yes. And he's got one line in season four where they're on the rooftop and Johnny's trying to uh, have them like jump from one roof to the other. And I think I think Jaden's line was like, well, "But what if we fall, right, or, or yeah. something like that?" Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so to give context, that's that's who Jaden is. Um, yeah, that's interesting. I, I I'm gonna have to go back and, and watch that fight and, and see you guys pair off. So so basically, what you're telling me is Edwin and Abe were friends, and then uh, in episode 205, he decided to leave Cobra Kai, and that's when you guys split up. So. Did you have you guys ever talked about a backstory about you two? Every now and then, not much really, but um, it's really that we just we despise each other. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, fair enough. Yeah, I mean, he left. That's that's all the explanation you need. Yeah, like you you left, you left. (laughs) I'm your bro. Like, what are you doing? And you know, he got poached, and 
we, we've never seen eye to eye again. Yeah. It, it, it's almost kind of like, um, like Mitch and Chris, but worse because Mitch and Chris, you know, they, they started lining up because of Eagle Fang. Um, right. All right. So season three, well, first off, what kind of, what, what, what do you remember about um, kind of, kind of what were you told when YouTube decided to go away from streaming, uh, streaming shows, right? And that's, that's when Cobra Kai was looking for a new home. What do you remember hearing about that? Well, to be honest with you, I really didn't hear much. It was just like rain on my end, like, because I really love the show. And, you know, I was told that, you know, we'll hopefully see you next season. So I was like season three, I'm hoping for a season three, but then that whole thing happened. So it was really just me praying that it gets picked up somewhere and just finding it. And I would talk with like Craig and um, we would talk about it and say like, Hey, what do you think about the show? Like it's, it's doing really well on YouTube. It did really well. So, you know, hopefully it does get picked up and thankfully it did. And then when I found out it was Netflix, I was like, 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 I was like, Netflix, I'm glad Netflix got it. I'm glad Netflix got it. What do you remember, like, the days after it drops on Netflix? Like, the first season, uh, you know, because because uh, for those that don't remember, after it was announced it was going to Netflix, seasons one and two uh, had to be aired first, and then it would be a few months later that uh, season three would, would be released. Right. Um, it was It was pretty cool. Um, as far as like, I was, I was really amped up and a little nervous too, because I was like, this is Netflix, like one of the biggest streaming platforms. I I pray that it's well received by everybody. And, um, there was definitely a new dynamic because it was like an influx of new people, new fans that were just getting into all the hype. Because I remember when I would tell people like, oh, it's on YouTube Red, some people would no, and then some people be like YouTube Red, like really, but like pretty much everybody knows Netflix. So when I started saying Cobra Kai on Netflix, people were like, "Oh, I'm gonna watch it. I'm gonna see it. what what is this about." And some people already knew because it literally blew up. Like I remember, like everybody was talking about how great it was, and everybody was just happy that two seasons dropped at one time. So it was like 20 episodes of this dope show. Like let me get in on the action, and so it was just really well received. So that was a blessing. It was great. Oh, absolutely. And I, I remember people talking about like the the influx of followers on, you know, like on Instagram right. and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. So se- season three comes along and obviously the entire world is finally watching Cobra Kai. Um, oh, gosh, I'm trying to remember <laughs> some of the sequences here. Uh, I do remember specifically the, like there's the the park scene where the Cobras show up. You know, you're there with Crease and stuff like that. Um, what kind of what, what do you remember about like uh, Cobra Kai and, and Eagle Fang and, and all that? Uh, because obviously that's when um, Johnny and, and Kreese, uh kind of have their big dynamic. Because the, uh, I, I remember the, the end of season two, uh, Edwin was part of like the, the, the eight people who um, felt that Johnny betrayed. Yeah. 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 Um... That part, that was, you know, I was like, man, I, I feel so sad. I'm leaving Johnny. But at the same time, I was like, Edwin, he's his son. Crease did made him stay, you know. And um, when we got to do in season three, the, the the standoff in the park, I remember walking with um, 
Jacob and Chris. And in one of the takes, Peter, I didn't see it. There was a twig, a stick. I tripped, man. I tripped. And, and everybody was laughing because, I, you know, I'm like, I'm in my Edwin <laughs> I'm, I'm walking. And so like it was it was it was it was bad, but everybody was laughing. But it was cool um, getting to be part of that first walk off because everybody was like, oh, they're probably going to think that you're, you know, joining Eagle Fang. Like you've turned a new leaf and nah, you're Edwin is still the same He's the loyal Cobra. He's, he's still the same, you know, but yeah. um, it, that was fun to film. And, you know, the standoffs, I love the standoffs, just staring at everybody, you know, with that mean mugging face, you know, it, it's cool. It's cool. Yeah. yeah gosh, I'm trying to, because uh, in season three, we have a lot of like Daniel and Johnny, are they trying to figure it out together? Right. Um, you know, Chris is still running Cobra Kai uh, on his own. I'm, I'm trying to, man, I, I should have kind of looked over the uh, the episodes real quick, too, before we got on. Uh, do you remember any any other big sequences from season three or even memories of, of like filming something? Um, I really loved when we got to film the laser tag scene. Oh, yeah. Where, oh, um, right. Jacob, yeah, where um, Hawk breaks Dimitri's arm. Don't That's, you say no mercy? I say, um, do it, Hawk. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I, I love doing that. I loved filming that scene. Um, just being in the laser tag arena was just cool too and getting to see the fight. And they're like, just 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 shout out anything, you know, just 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 make Hawk do it. You guys are pressuring peer pressure, make him do it, make him do it. So I do it, Hawk just came out, just came out. I was like, do it, Hawk. And then when I saw it make the, the cut, I was like, Oh, that's cool. That's cool. So that scene was fun to do, and then also the soccer. The soccer match. Yeah, yeah. Um, that scene was fun to film as well. Um, it was hot, very hot. <laughs> Finally, <laughs> was, a hot day. Yeah, it was very hot that day, but um, it was good. It was fun. You know, whenever we get to do the standoffs and then getting um, when we got off the leash, when we when Hot got us out of trouble, and um, Dimitri, Samantha, Cameron, and Jaden were standing off by the lockers. We were like, yeah, we're free. You guys are still in trouble. Bye. That scene was fun to do, too. So, yeah, season three had a lot of good moments that I remember as well. And just getting closer to the cast, like as AJ, you know, because I've been talking a lot as Edwin. But as myself, like getting to know the cast, the producers, the writing staff, the stunt team, like by season three, that's when I really started getting like really comfortable and pretty much knowing my way around the set knowing how to carry myself and really getting to know everybody on a more personal level. And um, I just want to say like, everybody is really, really awesome, Peter, to work with. Like, it's like, a, it's family. It really is family. And um, yeah. everybody knows how to get along with each other. There's no fighting personalities. We all come here for a job and everybody really understands how important the Cobra Kai story is to a lot of people, the legacy that it, carry so everybody treats it with so much respect everybody comes in with a positive attitude and um they're really my friends my family I, I I love seeing them I love getting to work with them I'm blessed that I've been able to stay on the show for as long as I have and there's never a dull moment with them Cobra Kai is Cobra Kai never dies for real it, it's oh man yeah. yeah I love it I love it love your energy um there, there's a sequence I I just remembered that um I would like to hear your thoughts on because uh, 
I was unhappy with Edwin at, at one point, and oh. you, you and I, we talked about this uh, in, in the DMs, and you replied with a uh, the devil horns emoji. But um, <laughs> Edwin was part of the crew that went to go uh, uh, deface and TP Miyagi Do in season two. <sighs> yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. I remember that. You know, I still get DMs till this day about. Why would you do that to Mr. Miyagi's car? How dare you? I'm like, it's just a character, man. I love Mr. Miyagi. <laughs> like, it's just a character, please. Like, Edwin, he, I mean, Edwin, he knew what he was doing. But AJ means no harm, you know? Like, right, right. I get it, but I understand. And that that shows you, to this day, I'm still getting messages about it. Like, that's how big Mr. Miyagi is, how important, how much of a role model and a figure he is in, in, the, in, in the Cobra Kai community, like, don't 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 talk about Mr. Miyagi any kind of way. You'll you'll you can get in trouble, like seriously. And so when even me, when they told us what we were doing that night, I was like, we're gonna do what? <laughs> like, like we're gonna spray, oh man, we're gonna start some mess. So so that was cool. Yeah. That night, I'm telling you, Peter, till this day, people DM me when they go through the season. They're like, you're an awesome character, but when you spray painted um Mr. Miyagi's car, wasn't really feeling that. Wasn't really yeah. feeling that dude. Yeah. So, so I, I got to ask because, you know, we see them go there at night and then it was the next day where we see like the aftermath. Did, right. did, did you guys actually like you and Jacob, did you guys actually get uh, have any part in, in helping the way it looked? No. OK, no, we really just what you saw. That's what we did. Right, right, the, right. Um, he like passed me the the spray can and I just shake it a bit and then we just pretend like we're going to do it. But, yeah, they the set dressers which they did an awesome job. I was like, oh my gosh, we did all of that. I was like, oh, it, <laughs> it, looks, it looks really bad. Yeah. Oh, oh no, they're going to kill us in the fandom. Yeah. 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 So see, season four um, was, to me, felt totally was just, di- was just different. Like it, it felt more cinematic. Well, what was a word I often use? Like the way it looked and, and uh, T- Tanner really blew me away as as Robbie in season four, and and Peyton as as Tori. Just uh, kind of like their character growth and arc and all that stuff. It was it was really good. Um, but also we have the return of the All Valley Tournament. So uh, what what do you kind of re- uh, remember from that? It was great being in the same place. Wait. Nah, no, 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 no. I don't think we're in the same place. No, we weren't in the same place, but it was just great getting to wear the gi again because we hadn't worn it since season two, I believe, when we did the the parade, the um the Off Valley parade, um with the fireworks and everything. Oh, we, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The Off yeah. Uh, Valley Fest, yeah, yeah. Valley yeah. Fest, yes, that's what it was called. So I hadn't worn it in over a year and a half. So like putting on the gi again, just that feeling and then getting to share that experience with the newer Cobras. They're like, so how does it feel wearing the gi? Like, I'm so excited. I'm like, you're going to love it. Like it, it, it's, it's another thing, like the sleeveless, like just the look, it's just so seamless. It's, it's, it's so tight. Like I love Cobra Kai. It, it's so good. Um, and I'm um, getting to see the fights again, getting to see like how you said the character, the character arcs and the growth and then getting, um getting to see Dallas um Sila as Piper like getting to see everybody Joe um do their thing like it was just great it was great and the fights the stunt choreography put together by um Ken Don and the rest of the stunt team like they're phenomenal and that was really like 
an eye opener for me. Like, whoa, they're, they're really putting, they're all into this. Like you can really see the effort in the fight scenes. Like everybody was working together to get those scenes done. And so just being in the atmosphere of it all was just really cool. And just looking back, like, man, you, this is your second All Valley. Like this is tight, AJ, Edwin. All right, let's go. So it yeah. was cool. Uh, also in season four, we got the introduction to you guys uh, either way of Sensei Silver. So um, what, what do you remember about Thomas coming into the dojo and having him be part of the cast now? Well, first I had to do this. <laughs> <laughs> he is so tall and he's, he's, he's a great spirit to be around. Like he's so open and inviting. And I was a little nervous at first, honestly, but he's a really cool dude. And like getting to see him fight, like when he was showing us the kicks and everything, like his legs, those kicks, you got, it's like six feet apart. It's like, you got a social distance from, from his legs. Like dude, dude will touch you now, but um, he's, he's really cool. Um, and really intense. And I'm lucky that I was able to be there since season one. Cause I got to go through each sensei and what each sensei brought to Cobra Kai, how they all have their different um, energies that they bring into their, from themselves and what they put into their students. So like um, silver, he's definitely, it was definitely like even more tough, even more no mercy. Like, like it was definitely intense um, doing the scenes with silver. But um, as soon as they would say cut, big smile, like, just like, Hey everybody, how did that go? How was that take? You know, like really cool dude. It was great getting to work with him. Season four, season five, just awesome. Right. I, you know, and I never thought about like, you've been under like a different, uh, uh, sensei in, in every season. So that's a great transition into season five where we have Alicia, uh, Hannah Kim, uh, join the cast as well as Sensei Kim. So, uh, let's talk about season five. Season five, the big five. Um, she's amazing. She's so, she's so nice. She's just such a nice person and like getting to meet her for the first time. And as soon as they say action, Peter, like her whole demeanor immediately switches. Like she's, she's Sensei Kim, like immediately. And she's so tough. And I love how it was just fresh seeing a female Sensei for Cobra Kai. Like it was just so fresh and different. And I, she really brought a lot to the show and added so much more to it. Um, getting to do the scenes with them together, Sensei Silver and Sensei Kim, that was awesome. Um, and it definitely, as far as like what we had to do in class, got even more advanced. They asked even more from us. Cause usually like, as far as like the background Cobras go, it was a lot of like, you see us doing some punches, kicks, but like season five, it was definitely more choreography. It was definitely more, that they were asking from us because they're like, yo, this is season five. You guys are in Cobra Kai. Sensei Silver doesn't play around. Sensei Kim doesn't play around. So they're really drilling you guys, preparing you guys. So we're going to need even more choreography, more technique. They're definitely watching us more on making sure our form was correct and everything. Like it didn't matter whether you were main cast or background. If you were Cobra Kai, like you had to be on point because they wanted us to all look in unison. And that was important. So definitely was more of asking from us. And then, you know, season five, like 
that finale scene, the fighting. Um, I want to thank Ken, Don, the stunt team, the writers, the cast, everybody, literally everybody, because getting to fight, being a part of the action and getting to say that line, getting to say, bitches, like that, that was awesome. And it definitely was a highlight for me. And I remember coming home that night and I was like, hey, guys, you know, I got a line today. And everybody was screaming, my mom, my siblings, my aunt, everybody was like screaming, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. It was so cool. And um, preparing for the fights, training for the fights beforehand. Um, I got to work with Joe a lot, Joe Seo. Um, I got to work with him a lot and he's a really awesome dude. He's amazing. He's really supportive. Um, and then I haven't posted it yet, so I won't say too much. But I have like some more behind the scenes from that night that you'll see. And um, everybody was just really supportive. It was great. I'll never forget that day, December 6th. I'll never forget it. Edwin, like officially like in the in, you know, in the story, like bitches, like I just needed something. And that was it was awesome. And John, Josh, Hayden, they were really happy for me. And um, it was great. Like, I can't tell you how many times I've watched it. I mean, it, it, it's, it's my favorite finale. Uh, did, did you get, like, added to, to stunts for, for season five? Yes, I did. Did you talk about that? So, um, like I was saying a little bit before, like, remember how I was saying, like, they were asking a lot more from us? Um, I got approached by Ken and Don earlier in the season. And they're like, you know, AJ, like, you've been here since season one. So we really want you to show like you have grown like you're really in karate you're really in the dojo you're really cobra kai so as far as like not filming during our off time i would get pulled aside by one of the stunt team members um thomas he would train me um privately on the side and like we would like train certain stuff and um they were allowing me to do little stunts throughout the season like um at the water park where we put anthony in the tubes that's usually a stunt job because, you know, if you don't have the clearance to do certain things, they're not going to allow you to do it just for safety um, reasons. So they were um, giving me opportunities to show like, hey, I am ready like to to do some, you know, more advanced stunt work and everything. So then by the time episode 10 came around, I was sleeping and Jess called me, but I didn't have his number. So it was just a random number. I was like, son told me to pick up. So I just picked up and, you know, I'm still a little tired. I'm like, hello, good morning. And he's like, AJ. I'm like, and the voice sounds familiar. I'm like, who's this? He's like, Jess, Jesse from set. I'm like, oh, Jess, Jesse. Hey, what's up, man? He's like, um, I just want to let you know that for the season finale, we want to have you join our stunt team for the episode and really get you into the fight. And I was like, you're playing, you're playing. He's like, no, I, I'm not. I'm not. So like, I'm in my bed and I like, take the sheets off and I'm like, I get up and I'm like, OK, like, yeah, of course. Like, I'd, I'd love to. I'd love to. And he's like, OK, great. And like he he gives me the whole rundown of how many days we're going to film, what things I need to bring and um, to come early. Like I really had to come early on set to rehearse. And um, it was just different. It was it was really different, like going into the training facility, because on set there's like a stunt training room that they rehearse all the fights for and everything. So I got to be in there for like the first time getting to meet new people, new stunt team members and um, getting to practice 
and not being afraid to get hit, like taking some hits, um, wearing the padding under my my wardrobe, like all of that was definitely new for me. And then being on set and actually doing it full out. Like um, I know in Sensei Silver's office, you know, those swords that were lined up along the side, like during the fight after um, I get punched, I had to throw myself. They wanted me to throw myself into the wall. And I'm like, you want me to throw myself into the wall? They're like, yeah, yeah, you got to do it. Like, this is this part of stunts. And I was like, you're right, you're right, you're right. So, like, after Dimitri punches me and um, I throw myself against the wall, it's like a boom. And I'm like, I was, I was afraid that I messed things up. And they're like, no, this is what you do. Like, we're expecting all this. Like, you're part of the stunt team now. Like, this is expected. This is what is, that's what we want. So you actually look like you're getting hurt. And so um, when Hawk kicks me, like learning how to turn my face at the right time. So that it looks like it actually landed contact. Like, again, I went into that learning mode, observing. So it was just such a fun experience. And I remember Jacob, when he found out he was fighting me, he was like, what? I'm fighting you? Like, what, man? Oh my gosh. And he like picked me up. He like lifted me up. He was like, let's go, let's go. So like I said, like the whole family vibe on there, like everybody was just cheering me on the entire time. I didn't feel nervous. It was just really intense, but a, a good intense. Like, I was like, this is awesome. This is something new. And um, just a, a very memorable experience for me. So you've been there since uh, season one and you were in the same dojo for four seasons. Right. Tell me, what do you remember about the new dojo in season five when you guys first showed up? Okay, so I walked in and usually on the set, after you pass the welcome area, the entrance, Cobra Kai is like the first, like the first built set that's there. So usually I just walk into it and I just take that right and I'm right into the dojo. But then when I walked in, I was like, wait, did they move the set? Did they move Cobra Kai? Like, did they rebuild it somewhere else? And he's like, no, it's right there. Like, walk in. But then, like the way he was saying it, the PA was saying it was like something different. Like, it looks different. So when I walked in, I was like, no way. This is so freaking cool. Like, I was like, if if Edwin were real and like this whole universe existed, I would I would be at Cobra Kai for sure. Like, I'd be like, mom. I need to be at Cobra Kai. Like you need to see the facility, like the whole smoothie bar, the, the, um, the workout machines, the lighting in the dojo, the red and blue lights, and then seeing Terry Silver's face plastered against the back and the mats. It was, it was so cool. It, it was definitely cool. I mean, Johnny didn't have an Amber, you know, uh, working the front desk. <laughs> he did it. He sure did it. There was no Amber. No, there was no staff. It was just Johnny. But um, oh, yeah, it, it was different, but a really cool different. I was like, wow, Terry Silver isn't playing. He's really taking Cobra Kai, you know, taking over the valley for sure. Yeah. I mean, in my interview with Alicia, I, I told her, I go, you know, I'm Miyagi-Do. I have been for, for decades. And uh, all the marketing and, you know, the, the trailers, obviously, I got an uh, early advance screening with so, so I'm like, man, you know, that's, Silver, it's not a bad sense. I mean, he's got some questionable you know uh uh things that he does but like even that scene where he's talking to tori t- talking about like well is it cheating you know if like you're stealing food you know and all that stuff like i right. i buy into that you know and, yeah but, but like 
the, all, the, all the marketing for Cobra Kai, the show coming up, all the posters everywhere, all the billboards. I'm like, I'm not going to lie. Like, you know, Cobra Kai is doing it right. <laughs> uh, you know, so. Can you say that, can you say that again, Peter? Can, Cobra can Kai that? was doing it right. I mean, come on. Uh, okay. I'm, 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 okay. I'm like, I just want to make sure I, I heard that right. You know, I just yes, want to make sure I heard that right. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, uh, so there's a sequence that I, please uh, give us some insight on the 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 sequence where the cobras uh, dunk uh, Anthony into the toilet. Ah oh, man, yeah that that was a fun day for sure. Um, I didn't know what I was going to be doing that day. They um they told me that it was just going to be a few of us. It was going to be a quick scene, but a really fun scene. And I was like, okay. And I'm trying to put the pieces together. And then when I see Anthony and I was like, mm, something tells me we're going to be bullying him. I, I was like, what is, what are we going to do now? What are we going to do now? And they weren't telling us because that was the last scene we filmed that day. So it was okay. like all the way to the end of the day. And then I see like, they're putting cameras in the bathroom. So I'm like, we're going to jump him in the restroom. And they're like, Yep. You guys know Cobra Kai. I'm like, oh man, oh man, this is going to be cool. So then um, we practice, we practice how to um, carry um, Griffin, Anthony, how to carry Griffin into the bathroom stall. Then they're explaining the scene and they're like, um, the sink, the, the toilet wasn't dirty yet. It was a, it was a clean toilet, you know? And then all of a sudden we're doing one take. And then when we opened the, the door, it was like, brown i'm like whoa, whoa, whoa like i actually was like what's going on what's going on like the, the, the toilet's dirty like somebody used the bathroom they're like no no, no we, we fixed it um they used pepsi they used the pepsi can and then um a snicker bar it's like ugh. it was like it, it looked pretty realistic to me but um it was fun it was definitely fun like getting to to mess around with um griffin like that and he was like dunk me guys, you know, just dunk me. Like, I'm cool with it. Like do whatever you guys need to do. So, um, yeah, I, I, I held off to that moment with my family. They're like, so what, what was that last scene that you guys did? I was like, oh, I'm not going to say anything. I want you guys to see it for yourself. And they're like, ah, oh, just tell me, just tell me. I'm like, nope, no. Nope. And they're like, who are you guys bullying? They thought it was Hawk. This whole time they thought that we we're going to bully Hawk. It was like, ah, uh, no, nah, no, nah, you guys are off. Yeah, it's not Hawk. It's not Hawk. No, not Hawk at all. Uh, as as we uh, get, get get ready to wrap up, I mean, I, I could talk to you for hours because I know you just got more stories. But you know, we gotta save some for for the next time you come on. You know, right? Uh, but and our uh, dance battle, I didn't forget about it, Peter. Oh man, I did. <laughs> <laughs> you you challenged me, man. I, I don't I I don't forget challenges. I I, I did. Uh, you remind me of the details. <laughs> you you were like. Oh, I love that dancing, AJ. But you know, I, I dance too, and I, I've been working on my skills. And I, you know, I want to put them to the test. And I was like, okay, okay. So, what, what are you trying to say? He was like, um, I guess that means I want to battle you. I want to challenge you. Like, I, I'm ready. And I was like, so Miyagi Do against Cobra Kai again. He was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's do it. You thought I forgot, Peter? I mean, well, so you know, I, I, I might have been overhyping. Like, the, like, mm. like I, I like to dance. You know, you know, when I say I can dance, I'm not like AG level, you know, you, you, you're, you're like up here. I'm according, I mean, in comparison to AG, like I, I'm a novice, you know what I'm saying? I mean, but like I, I can get down, but I don't know. We'll, we'll see. I, I, like I said, you know, I don't, I don't have a lot of time to the work. Mm. <laughs> I, I okay. But but don't worry. Okay. <laughs> it will happen one day. 
but um, so so let, let's talk about the, the the big fight sequence. Uh, some of the things you remember because it, it's it, it was such a like a. I mean, it, it takes up a lot of the episode. It, it's like the, the episode itself is, is about forty five minutes without the credits, and uh, I don't remember where we last see Ed uh, yeah, Edwin uh, as the episode ended because you know there's a few like. Like Kenny and and, and uh, Kyler, they all take off their shirts and their their uh, gi. Well, not gis, but yeah, mostly shirts. Right. But uh, could you remind us where we saw Edwin last? Yes. So after the whole fight scene happens and we're outside the dojo with the fire department and everything, I'm I'm standing right next to Joe. I'm standing right next to Kyler. Edwin's with Kyler when he's explaining. Um, <laughs> his story to the, to the cops. Ky- Ky- Kyler's version of the story. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what Kyler's, Kyler's version of what happened in there. He's hilarious. Uh, yeah. um, a lot of his stuff that he does sometimes is improv too. I don't know if a lot of people know that like Joe, he's, he's like a lot of on the fly and he's just, he's so cool. He's so cool. I, I, uh, I wonder if it's, is if it was a scripted where uh, he's eating the proteins. It's like, tastes like crack. <laughs> like like the way he says it I, I, i'm pretty sure i'm pretty sure that was improv i'm pretty sure that was improv like or or is that crack i don't know what crack tastes like i mean but, yeah. but yeah it's just like his inflection dude is, is pretty funny Kyler's a funny guy yeah and then also about that scene where we're throwing where the um, a lot of cobras are throwing their gear off at silver I was supposed to be one of them but my costume didn't have any cobra kai affiliation on it so they they wanted me to throw it, but because I already been established in that outfit, they were like, oh, okay, well then we'll just make sure that we have you with Kyler outside so that people know where Edwin is, so that people have an idea of where you are. Okay. So yeah. But I was that, ready. You're yeah. like, you're gonna take it off. I was like, but I don't have anything Cobra Kyler. And they're like, ah oh, man, okay, okay. So we'll make sure we see you outside. So that that, that makes a lot of sense. It, it, it'd be funny if there was like a cut scene where like and Edwin, you know, kind of grabs one of those shirts just to be like, <laughs> just so he can throw a little stuff. Let me get in on this. <laughs> like take it off of his face and then yeah. throw it. <laughs> right. Um, I did notice, uh, I I don't remember uh, uh, Chris Lewis. Uh, I don't remember his character's name, but when when him and Red. Shane, are, was it? Oh, you mean Christopher, Chris Lewis, Red? Yeah. Yeah. Do you, do you remember his character's name? Is it um, I think this is go like by that? Big Red. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. Big Red because because they got character names too because of the uh, season four geese. Uh, right, right. Okay, so yeah, yeah. So, so, so Big Red. Uh, obviously, him and Little Red finally reconcile at the end because you know we we all a lot of us know that they're real life brothers, but in the show, it was never really confirmed. Like you right. know, you could just you could kind of figure it, it out. But, you know, but yeah, it wasn't exactly. like official. But because like in the fandom, we're always like, man, what's dinner at? Like at home, you know, that kind right. of thing. But uh, because because uh, Big Red, he's still wearing the Cobra Kai shirt, but you're not going to have him take off that shirt. You know, they, he'd just be topless. Right. So I thought that was interesting, though. Yeah. And speaking of Chris and Shane, they're also like two really close friends of mine, like growing with them since season two. Like they're amazing. Their mom is amazing. Um, getting to work with them is so cool. And um that night where we spray painted Mr. Miyagi's car, Chris was there too. And from that moment forward, that's when Chris and I really like building our relationship and talking with each other. Cause um, at first, like the season one Cobras and the season two new Cobras, like 
it wasn't like bad blood or anything. It was just, we were like kind of nervous to like talk to each other and like come together. But like towards the middle of the season, we definitely um, grew more comfortable with each other and started to create friendships. And now Chris and Shane, they're like my boys. Like, yeah. Yeah, that, that's awesome. I mean, I'm so happy for them. I was so happy for them. It oh, was like yeah. announcement after announcement. Like I got to talk, then Chris got to talk, then Shane got to talk. Like it, it was just like so many surprises. And um, John, he was like, you know, people aren't going to know what to do when they see like this huge fight. And then people that are now talking now, they're like, whoa, did he just say something? Wait, so-and-so just said something. So like he was really excited. The big three and the writers, they're like, people are not going to know what to do with themselves. Um, Season five, episode 10. The finale was definitely a huge finale yeah yeah absolutely uh one last question for you as as we uh uh, conclude this conversation here uh what was it like to kind of see yuji implemented chosen you know into the storyline in season five uh what, what was it like for you uh uh seeing him on screen but also your observations filming chosen Yuji, he definitely is a starlight for me. Season five, his character. Oh my gosh, Chosen is from the from the first episode to the last episode. He just had this arc, incredible arc. It was just just great to see him. Um, unfortunately, as far as like getting to see him in person and filming, we didn't really have too many in-person um interactions i did see him that first time where he comes into the dojo with the other senseis when he's when he's um undercover when he's undercover sensei joe yeah sensei joe (laughs) like i just knew i was like i didn't know what his story was that's um for season five at the time but i was like if he's in here he must be a spy because i know he would never step foot into cobra kai so like it was a lot of like putting the story together myself with um his character but like just getting to watch it he i'm really a fan of him honestly like his character chosen i've become a fan like he is incredible his fighting was intense he's funny um his relationships with daniel like how that from the karate kid part two to now like how much things have changed like it was great his arc was incredible and i love his character so good i'm i'm just glad that people are finally seeing what i saw from Karate Kid Part 2, you know, right. like, bad guy, mad guy, like, that's, that's a badass, <laughs> you know, that, that's how I felt growing up. Yeah, um, oh, badass. Yeah, badass indeed, like, I, I feel like the people that are just kind of discovering, like, oh, man, Chosen's a really good character, I feel maybe that's kind of like what it was for us growing up watching Mr. Miyagi, you know, because Mr. Miyagi was a badass in his own way, you right. know, and, and it maybe it didn't necessarily click uh, until like season four where Daniel had to remind Johnny that like, well, Mr. Miyagi was a badass, you know, like he wasn't like all offense, you know, that kind of right. thing, you know, because Mr. Miyagi saved his life in, in the, uh, the beginning of the second movie. So yeah. it's all yeah. about perspective. Yeah, all about absolutely. Perspective. Like yeah. badass means different things to different people, you know, and it's absolutely. like, you don't have to get stuck in just one way of what, popularity and society deems as badass like there's so many levels to it you know and that's what i love about the show like everybody in the show is badass but in their own right 
And what I like is that now people are starting to appreciate their own way of being badass. Because some characters, they were always badass, but they didn't accept it or know that. But now they're like coming into their own, like, hey, I don't, I'm not, I may not be Cobra Kai or anything, but I'm badass. I'm my own badass. What I do is for me and it works for me and it helps me get through life and create relationships with people. So that's my, that's my way of badass. And you can either like it or you don't, you know, but I'm going to still be me at the end of the day. I'm not going to change who I am to, you know, fit, you know? Right. Right. Everybody's their own person. Yeah. You, I, I feel just a message there. Embrace your inner badass. Right. Embrace you know. your inner badass. You like that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Embrace your inner badass. Yeah. I mean, like you said, there's different levels of badass. I mean, we learned from Johnny that news about being pregnant is badass, right? Right. So like, I love literally. That. Yeah. So, man, season five is so good. Um, yeah, you mentioned, uh, you know, the, the growth in you guys' relationships with the cast. Like, I, I think it's amazing. And for me to cover the show for five seasons, uh, speaking with the cast members for the last four years, it, it's been it's been a, a really great ride. And, you know, I know John, Josh, and Hayden are working on Obliterated, so we can't wait for, uh, you know, season six to get announced and for them to start writing and, and, and all of that. So, yeah. you know, just... Uh, yeah, can't wait to see what's what's to come because we have no idea, right? Just yeah, the way things did it. No people will be like up in my DMs, like, hey, was that the last season? I go, slap yourself because, <laughs> like, like Hayden is the biggest Terry Silver fan, right? Like, if you follow Hayden, you would know that. And if you know Hayden, you would know that. There's mm-hmm. no way Hayden's going to let his man go to jail and that be at the end of it. There's just right. no way. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just I'm just grateful for the experience as a whole, like doing the interview with you, getting to go back in time from season one to now. Like, I'm just so appreciative, grateful. It's a huge blessing. And I don't take not a bit of it for granted. I I love every part of it. And like you said, season six, I'm excited for that. And, you know, praying, crossing my fingers, you know, you get to see more, you know, get to see more from me, character growth, um, more fighting, more badassery, you know? So I'm just really happy, you know? It, it's great. Yeah. It's such a successful season for sure. Oh, absolutely. Everybody ought to be proud. 100% of Rotten Tomatoes, which is no surprise, but yeah, it's quite an incredible season. And, uh, you, you know, I, I tried to tell you, Hayden, you know, like, hey, hey, man, I'll work for free. If you guys need like a, like a postal <laughs> consultant, you know, like I'm, I'm happy to do it. <laughs> I don't know what a postal consultant would do, but, you know, like I, I, I had some I had some feelings about uh, Johnny kicking the mailbox, you know, and uh, the. Unt- oh, yeah. Yeah, I remember that. That's it's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Season five was peak Johnny for sure. Um mm-hmm. But AJ, you know, it was, it was great speaking with you finally. I know we like we talk talk, but like uh, uh, you know, finally get to hear, hear some stories and and, and inside and learn a little bit more about yourself yourself growing up. So uh, where can people find you if they want to give you a follow if they don't already? All right, so you guys, you all can follow me on Instagram at AJ Entertains, and um, let's grow together. I'm excited for all the followers. Um, you know, Cobra Kai for life. I'm a loyal one. And it was great getting to talk to you too, Peter. It's been a while. And finally, you know, 
seeing it come to light, like we finally talking, like we were doing it, you know, it's right. great. It's great. And I know there's more, there's plenty more to come. So I'm not going to say goodbye. I'm just going to say, see you later. Cause oh, absolutely. Yeah, for sure. That's right. I, I, I didn't forget about my dance either. I know, okay. you know, yeah, but 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 now now that, that we got this on recording, like you know, you got receipts, so like like you have to hold me up to it, right? Like it's mm-hmm. just it's a matter of my <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm gonna send my followers on you, Peter. I'm gonna send, <laughs> I'm yeah, gonna send so, them to your DMs. Yes, yeah, so, send them my way, tell them to follow me too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, all right. Are. All right, AJO. And for those that are, are, are tuning in and don't already, if you guys want to follow me on Twitter, I'm at Cobra Kai Pod on Twitter and at Cobra Kai Companion on Instagram. We've got a website, Cobra Kai Companion, Companion with a K.com. All the interviews are there. So, so check them out. Uh, uh, AJ is going to be interview 120, you know, Ooh. so 120 interviews in the last nice. five seasons. So, so we finally did it. Thanks again, AJ, and thanks everybody for tuning in, and we'll see you guys next time. See you next time. Thank you, by the way, for your fandom. You've been great, man. You've been along for the ride the whole time. You've been cheering us on. You're, you really get into it. You get the fans engaged. So right. you being here is, is is important, and we really, really appreciate you, man. Thank you. So keep up the good work.